the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hi, this is Dr. Trudy, the host of Everyday Living. You don't want to miss this exciting podcast today on First Things First. It's challenging, encouraging, and enlightening. So stay with me today as we talk about First Things First here on Everyday Living with Dr. Trudy. This is the Dr. Trudy Podcast, where together we learn to choose faith over fear, contentment over chaos, where we discover what it takes to live a life of victory. Dr. Trudy Simmons has a Ph.D. in counseling. She's a certified life coach, a television host. She's completed 12 Ironman competitions. But if you were to ask her who she is, she'd tell you she's a woman of faith, a wife, and a mother. She's an overcomer with a calling and a gift for helping others to pull through the tough stuff. Thanks for joining us today. Here again is Dr. Trudy. Hello, hello. This is Dr. Trudy, the host of Everyday Living. I hope you're having a wonderful, wonderful day. Thank you for tuning in to Everyday Living with Dr. Trudy. Um, I try to take topics that I feel are important to relationships and your growth and then encourage you to go a step further and um, walk that extra mile in every area of your life. So I hope that you will enjoy this podcast and find it enlightening and encouraging. And then go check out my YouTube channel, Dr. Trudy Simmons. And then you can also find us on or find me on the ChristianView.tv. I'm the executive producer of that amazing show. And so I know you'll be blessed by tuning into that. But today's hot topic is based out of Matthew 6.33. And it's called First Things First. Putting first things first. So let me ask you, what's the first thing you do in the morning? Like, what is your morning routine? Statistically, they say 90% of the people, when they get out of bed, when their feet hit the floor, they check their phone, they check their text messages, they check their emails, and they check Facebook. And that's the first thing that most people do. It's actually the most, most people do that well, right before they go to bed as well. So they check all social media before they go to bed. Um, and then they check it in the morning. And I don't know about you, but scrolling down social media is kind of the last thing I want to do before I go to bed because there's so much negativity and there's so much comparison and there's so much, um, I want to just say fake on there. You know, the people are smiling, but honestly, you know, they're only putting their best pictures on there. And so sometimes going to social media first and going to social media right before you go to bed is not the best thing that you can do. But in Matthew six thirty three, it says this, but first and most importantly, seek aim at and strive after his kingdom and his righteousness. And it says his way of doing things, his attitude and his character. And then all these things will be given unto you. So God is telling you to seek first him before you seek your emails, before you seek your Facebook, before you seek social media, you're to seek him first. And pretty much before you, you seek anybody else, the best thing to do is get up in the morning and get on your knees or go to your prayer closet or find a quiet place to spend time with God. 
And that, you know, when you go to bed, the best thing to do is go to bed with a praising heart, with a thankful heart so that your body can kind of, it can be at rest. When we, when we go to bed with an angry or an anxious or a confused spirit, that leads up to an anxious, confused, um, chaotic morning. And so you want to really harness in what your, what your mind is focused on. And that's why I think this is such a huge, important tool that we all need in our tool belt is to seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. It goes on to say in 34, so do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough troubles of its own. And so it, he's talking about, you know, we get up in the morning and we worry and we fret and we we get we get um com- you know confused and he says why do you worry about what you will eat or wear you know aren't the the lilies and the wildflowers that grow um, aren't they clothed so wonderfully so why do we worry about um, our clothing why do we worry about what we're going to eat God and His goodness is going to take care of us but I think sometimes we for, we forget that we we start to worry we think if we if we worry and we are all about making it happen and being in control that things are going to be a lot smoother but God says don't worry but to seek God so at any time you're tempted to worry or be anxious are worried about your your provisions for the day, I would encourage you to go to Matthew 6, 25 through 30 and just ask the Lord to really speak to you through those scriptures. Um, And then in 26 through 29, this is after Jesus says to stop worrying because he, he offers a powerful illustration of what it's like to live without worry, without anxiety on a daily basis. And all we have to do really is to notice that God continually feeds the birds of the air and how beautifully he keeps the lilies in the field. So if we can take our eyes off of the natural and what is going on in the natural, then we can get be free from worry and anxiety. We can be free from having to control everything because we know that God is totally in control. Jesus not does not does not does not stop with simply saying, do not worry, and making sure we know that God will provide for us. He goes on to tell us to use the energy we might have invested in being anxious. So the energy or being anxious and worried, it produces adrenaline, it produces energy, and we can use that energy either for the good and for the good of God, or we can use it to continue to worry and be anxious in our body, which is really what the enemy, Satan, wants us to do, because that worry and that anxiety and that adrenaline, it actually leaves us so empty and so depleted every day. So instead of worrying, he says to seek God's kingdom and his righteousness first. All those things will be added unto us. And I know you're, I, I counsel people and they're going, I just don't know how to stop worrying. Well, you you can't you can worry or you can worship. So you can't have two thoughts going on in your head at the same time. So if you think about it, if you start counting 1 to 10 and then instantly say your name. So you had to stop counting, you had to think about your name and you couldn't think about the number you were on. That's that's simple. And that's how it is with worry and worship. So if you're worrying and you're anxious and you're your 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 insides are all chaotic and put on your praise music. You know, if you can't find the words to pray, 
you know, put on praise music. And it also says in scripture that, that Jesus is up praying and pleading on our behalf. And so a lot of times I tell my clients, if you cannot find that place to pray and you cannot find that place to worship, then put on praise music. And then start saying the name of Jesus and let that atmosphere change as Jesus, as you bring Jesus on the scene. And you know, it's funny because Jesus will never leave us or forsake us as believers. He lives inside of us. He, that same power that rose Jesus Christ from the dead lives in every believer. But what the enemy wants to do is keep you trapped in your thoughts. He wants to keep you bound by your thought process. And that's when we have to take those thoughts captive. And if Jesus says, seek first his kingdom, then that's what we need to do. You know, you think about what seek means and think about this. You're sitting on the couch and you're wanting to find the TV remote. How desperately are you seeking to find that TV remote? How desperately do you need to find it so you can turn it on? That's what we're, that's what we're doing. We're seeking God desperately. Um, we're seeking to find him and find that peace because he hasn't gone anywhere. Just like that remote, it's kind of fallen down in the, between the couches. He's just sitting there. He's waiting for you to call upon him. He's waiting for you to seek him so that he can bless you so that he can encourage you so that he can love on you. And that's our choice. That is our choice. And so I encourage you today to seek him first, to run after the Father God who wants to bless you. He wants to honor you. You know, um, I've, I've asked many people this, but have you ever put the horse, the, the horse before the cart, right? We put, we, we put the situation before we put God and that always leads to, um, disaster. We've got to learn that the horse goes before the cart and we can't put the cart before the horse or everything's going to come falling out. And so we have to learn that. And it says in Matthew and Luke 10, 38 through 42, um, Jesus is talking, um, with Mary and Martha and Martha is so busy doing so many things. And she looks at Jesus and she says, she says, Jesus, aren't you not concerned that my sister Mary is not helping me? And Jesus answered Martha. He said, Martha, Martha, you worry about so many things. Mary has found the one thing that cannot be taken from her. So in this world where the enemy wants to keep us bound and busy and actually being busy is a, is a, uh, is, is actually looked upon as being successful, you know, but that is another lie of the enemy. Mary found what was important and that was sitting at Jesus's feet. And just as I said in Matthew six thirty three, if we can seek him first, like, like Mary did and sit at Jesus's feet, then all these things, everything will be added to us. Everything that we need. It says, that God will meet every need that we have according to his riches and glories in heaven. It's our job to seek him. It's our job to commune with him. It's our job to worship with him and let him do the rest. And seeking his character, seeking his character about every situation, you know, our, our world is so easily offended, so easily um, rejected. And, you know, there's that wonderful saying out there that Take that rejection as God's redirection and take that offense. It says to take offense for no man. But if we are walking in the flesh and we are not seeking after God and his character, think about his character. Do you have the character of Christ? Do you have that character that when that rejection happens, you ask the Lord to check your heart to make sure that you are not an offense and then you take that rejection 
as a redirection for Jesus. And then you keep walking forward. So many people I counsel, they get rejected. Um, and then they, they just spiral down. But God is saying, no, today, do not spiral down. Check your heart, be above offense. And then take that rejection as God's redirection and move forward. Seek his character through every situation. If you're arguing with your spouse, if you're frustrated on your job, seek his character. Seek him first and everything will be added to you. It says in Matthew 4.19, And the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches and the lust of other things enter in and choke the word. God's word, and it becomes unfruitful. And I want to tell you that there are so many Christians, so many people walking around in bondage and walking around being unfruitful because they are in such bondage to the deceitfulness of riches, to the lust of other things. There's so much in bondage to fear of man fear of rejection, that they cannot be fruitful. And, and they're, they're, they're choosing, honestly, they're choosing chaos over Christ. And as to, today in 2021, we have got to choose Christ over chaos. We've got to seek him first. So all these other things will be added to us. You know, there's that other saying, go to the phone, go to the throne before you go to the phone. So many people, they run to the phone instead of to Jesus. Jesus is the wisest person that ever walked the face of the earth. And his word is full of such insight and such encouragement. His word is full with such direction and such guidance that we are selling ourselves short every day if we are not keeping first things first. Um, you know, I asked a couple of people why they, uh, what lies they were believing that kept them from putting first things first. Um, one of them is, I tried putting God first. I tried, and it didn't work. And I want to tell you that that is the tool of the enemy. For you to have your quiet time and then your day to be really bad, that's the enemy discouraging you so that you won't get up and have that quiet time again. I encourage you to get up every day. Give it 30 days. Give God your first for 30 days and watch things start to change. Because when the enemy knows that you, that you have overcome what he is trying to defeat you in, he'll let that go. And so just because it didn't work yesterday, I encourage you to get up and give God your first today. And then they say, I'm just, I'm just too busy. I'm a mom. I'm a wife. I work. And there was a famous person who said, I have so much to do that I cannot spend, I cannot not spend the first two hours of my day in prayer. So I'm, I'm asking you today to not believe the lies of the enemy that you're too busy or prayer doesn't work or, you know, you prayed for something and it didn't happen. Seek God first. Seek him, seek his character, seek his wisdom, and then watch all things start to Fall, come together for your good and your glory. Do not believe the lie of the enemy one more day. I'm going to end with this scripture, and it's Proverbs 14, 12. It says, There is a way that seems right to a man, but in the end leads to death. And that is so important, and that is why we've got to keep first things first. We've got to put God first in our life, and we have to do it intentionally. If we do not put God first in our life intentionally and choose that first every day, He will ultimately end up last in last place in our lives. Um, Now, one thing I want to tell you is 
that I love to run. And one of my favorite things to do is run, listen to praise music, listen to sermons. And so don't let anyone tell you that the way you're praying or the way you're worshiping isn't working. Because we all pray and we all worship together. Yes, give God your first. Give God your best. And then watch Him do the rest. But if you have to pray before you go to bed because you have to get up at 3 o'clock, don't settle. Use Put time aside every single day to give God your best and to seek Him first and not give up in the name of Jesus. So I want to encourage you today. Seeking God's kingdom first is the key to living in in the peace of the Lord. To seek God's kingdom simply means to seek to know God and His ways. So go back and read Matthew 6, the whole chapter, but really focus on 26 through 34. Know that God loves you. He has great plans for you. And that you are the head and not the tail. You are first and not last. You are blessed and you are surely not cursed. And God's goodness is running after you. Thanks for tuning in to Everyday Living with Dr. Trudy. And I'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Dr. Trudy Podcast. Learn more and get in touch with us at trudysimmons.net. That's trudysimmons.net. And help us to reach others with these encouraging messages of hope and inspiration by simply sharing them with your friends on your favorite social media platform. God bless, and thank you so much for joining us today. We'll see you again soon, right here on the Dr. Trudy Podcast.